welcome everybody. Today I have good friend and recurring guest on, Will Feynman. We're going to talk about UFC today. This weekend, um, I guess tomorrow when this comes <laughs> out, Friday, uh, the UFC 271 main card, pretty electric, pretty good card. Um, just from the looks of it, people are going to say, man, the top three card, top three fights are really good, but what can the other fighters do for me? Am I going to be as entertained? And I think... Will talked about it today. He went back, watched the highlights. Like they're entertaining fighters. They're for sure fighters that are gonna put on a good show. And I think Bobby Green uh, putting him on the the opener for the main card is a great decision by the UFC. So let's just dive into that. The Vegas odds, and you know, I'm gonna say who I pick. I'm I'm not gonna bet on it. But <laughs> for those who are listening, if you do want to bet on it, I will say the odds. He's negative 145 against Nasrat, who's plus 125. Um, a lightweight bout. Will, what do you have to say about this? Yeah. So my first thing is, if you're if you're gonna bet, probably don't listen to us because we get, <laughs> for as much as we know, we get them wrong a lot. Right. Like here we come on my podcast. And it's like infamous for getting them wrong. Yeah. So, um, I went back. I watched some highlights of both guys because I didn't know too much about them. Um, Bobby Green's cool because he's been around for so long. He's like ten years older than Nazarov, which is cool. He's he's back from like the Strike Force days, so like that's pretty pretty interesting and he's like he's like excited like bobby green's gonna get a strike he, he can wrestle too he's very like as, as a really diverse game but i think he's just gonna go for it the one stat that i think is everybody should pay, pay attention to is he's never every time he, he's come off a losing streak once he gets that first win there's only one time that he's lost his next fight he's always gone on some sort of winning streak interesting after that. and he's just coming off a losing streak he got a win over Raging ally Quinta, whose career he kind of ended, right? And so that's one win. So if the if the pattern continues, he should get this win here. I, I'm going to pick him too because I like him and I think he's exciting. Yeah, I really I didn't know anything about that stat, but I wrote a couple notes down for everybody here. First thing I wrote down: exciting fighter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing yeah. I wrote down. He likes to stand in the middle. You know, point to the middle of the octagon, yeah. stand and bang. Um, I watched him. I believe it was in uh, August. When I was coming home from Montana and I turned it on one night and I was like, dude, I, I've heard of this guy before. But this was like, that was the first fight I watched. And the whole, he lost uh, via decision. But the whole time he was like pointing down to the ground. He was really putting on a show. And like, I mean, that's that's what I love to see. I'm sure that's what Dana loves to see. He loves to see that type of fighter. Um, I think if he wins, it, I don't think it'll be a knockout or anything. I think he'll just kind of piece him up and win uh, by decision. I think so, too. The other thing is, though, like, he's 35 years old. He's unranked. Like, he's been in this game for so long that he really has nothing to lose. Like, yeah. I'm not going to cut him at this point if he loses this fight. But also, like, he has no shot of ever, unless he goes on some, like, you know, Jan Blahovich, Glover Teixeira, late right. career surge and wins, like, five in a row. He's not going to get the belt, especially in lightweight. Where it's, it's so, so stacked. Yeah, and... so, like, he has nothing to lose. I could see him just going for broke here just to have fun. I mean, like... Not many more times is he going to get to be on like the main card of a pay per view. So right, I think um, I think I'm going to go with with you, what you're saying. I think it's going to be like it might be like a late TKO, but I think I just go him by decision, just kind of putting him on, but like putting it on him. Yeah, I think you know that's a great point that he is later in his uh, his career in the UFC, and I totally agree. He's got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. The, the lightweight going through the rankings is such a large mountain to climb. It's likely not going to happen. And I think at this point in his career, he's just putting on a show. And I definitely think with a fighter with no one to lose, the pressure's off of him. Versus Nazrat, who's you know an up and coming guy. He's plus one twenty five. Um, his last fight, he lost to Dan Hooker, yeah. which, like, love myself some Dan yeah. Hooker. So, like, was not upset at all. Um, I think if he wins, he'll be putting on the pressure, and I, I think it'll be him setting the pace. I think yeah. it'll be him either, you know, kind of wrestling. I know Bobby Green can still wrestle, but yeah. him getting a Bobby Green's face instead of bo- letting Bobby Green, you right. know, set the pace of the fight. And uh, just, you know, making making Bobby Green feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Whoever can get the center of the octagon here is going to win the fight. Like, this is going to be a t- like a test of, like, who can make the other person respect them. Right. If, you don't, if Bobby Green doesn't, like, get any respect from Nasrat, then he's just going to win. So, like, and the other thing is, though, Nasrat, we talk about Bobby Green having nothing to lose. Like, Nasrat kind of does. Cause That's he's what I'm saying. some, like, up-and-coming guy. And he's been like really streaky. I believe he's like two and four or two and uh, two and two in his last four. And like when you're supposed to be right. coming prospect, like that's not something you want to like want to have. And in the UFC, he's um, 
He's got three losses, so like, I don't know. We'll see, but uh, yeah, I, he definitely has something to lose too, which is why the, the pressure is really more on him than on than on Bobby Green. Right. He came into the UFC in 2017, lost his debut, won three, lost to Drew Dober, good fighter. Yeah. Um, had a couple wins and then lost to Dan Hooker. So it kind of feels like when he gets these tests around, you know, named. Or like big name, like you you recognize him. He he doesn't get it done, and yeah, I think Bobby Green's like another guy. Like that's another pretty tough test. And I, if I was gonna bet or pick, I'm definitely picking yeah. Bobby Green. The, the last like quick thing I'll say because I know this fight isn't what we want to talk about the most. Like, I didn't really understand why he got the Dan Hooker fight, but I know that was also like a weird situation where um, they needed a fight, and that was on like Fight Island, I think, and those guys. They're just always there. Like, Dan Hooker's always game to fight anybody. Yeah, it's so insane. He stepped in, and, like, thank God Dan Hooker won that because if you're losing to an unranked guy when you're – he was in the top ten at the time. Yeah. Wait, like, that that would really affect your career, so. Um, yeah, I definitely, you know, don't think that was uh, yeah. crazy that Dan Hooker beat this guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just, just to touch on Dan Hooker, <laughs> I love him. He, Like you said, he's always game. He's been away from his family for so long because yeah. he lives in New Zealand and their COVID restrictions are crazy. crazy and, uh, But, I, yeah, he just uh, accepted a fight. I think it was like – I can't remember his name. It's at Featherweight, he's and it's in London. Uh, it's yeah. something Arnold. I think it's Alan Arnold, I believe. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see a card too in the U or in, in UK. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, that's another big thing for the UFC and just expanding. Once COVID goes away, I, I really believe if COVID didn't happen, we would have seen so many fights in so many different countries. Yeah, and that's I, what sucks. It really sucks because I believe there's only two champions uh, that are American because I'm not counting Ousmane Sterling. Yeah. It's Thug Rose and Juliana Pena. Yeah. 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 And so, like, it's kind of becoming this thing where it's country versus country. <laughs> and I, I like that aspect a lot. Yeah. And I think it's super cool for, like, Poland and, like, countries like that, that, like, a whole nation can rally behind them right. and they're superstars in that country. But, yeah, like I said, I'm excited to see that in London. But, you know, just to get back on track, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next bout, which is a bantamweight bout. And it is Kyler Phillips versus Marcelo Rojo. Uh, Kyler Phillips, big favorite here. He's negative 400. Marcelo's plus 300. Um, I've seen Kyler fight before. He is an impressive striker. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say he is negative 400 for a reason. Yeah. I believe that Marcelo Rojo... He has one fight he has seen was a loss. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Kyler really gets it done. This isn't one you really want to bet on because of the odds are negative yeah. 400. Yeah. The, it's just not really worth it. Um, I'm trying to pull up Marcelo. Plus, they're, like, both going to, like, go for broke here in terms of striking. And so, like, I mean, Kyler Phillips, I think, is a much better striker. But, like, Rojo, I think, knows that, too. Is just going to try to knock him out. And he could land. He could land, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. The one thing I was just going to say, I watched, I watched Rojo's, like, highlights from when he was on, like, kind of the regional scene. And he, he fought in, like, the, I don't know the name of the organization, but it's, like, South America's, like, biggest organization, I'm pretty sure. And he was kind of having, like, trouble with those guys a little bit, really? too. So, like, I when I was watching the highlights, I, like, didn't feel too confident. Plus, like, Kyler Phillips is such a good striker. And he's, like, he has so many, like, diverse strikes. You'll see a lot of spinning kicks, a lot of, like, spinning back fists, a lot of, you know, like, front kicks, stuff like that. He kind of reminded me of, like, Corey Sandhagen with the way he kind of uh-huh. fights. So, like, I just I just think Rojo's not going to be able to, like, handle that or know what to do with that. Because he's just so much more conventional, just like a conventional kickboxer. Right. Uh, just a notable win for Kyler Phillips. He beat Rollian Pava, which is the guy yeah. Sean O'Malley pieced up. Yeah. Um, so I think he does have experience with, you know, good or I would say. Did he beat him or did he lose to him? I believe he beat him. My thing says he lost to him. Oh, shit. But my, mine also says. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Uh, but, but it was like a he fought. Split, it was, that was yeah, split. it was just majority decision. So I got that wrong. But, but Piva's not. He, I know Sean O'Malley made him look like he's a scrub, but like. But he's he's, a, he's a upper unranked guy, yeah. which like is something to he say. Was for a little bit. I know you can say oh unranked, but they're like 
there are so many good fighters yeah. that aren't ranked in the UFC. Yeah, plus Kyler Phillips has such a like young um, like UFC career because I think he only has like five or six fights. Yeah, and he's a pretty young guy too. He's like 26, 27. Right. Uh, which you know, if you're talking about like basketball, that'd probably be like not as young as you would think. But like UFC career, Joe Rogan's talked about a lot. Like the prime for like MMA fighters is usually like like early 30s. Yeah, it's like 30 it's, to 33. Yeah, so you have to learn so much stuff. Um, yeah. And nobody really starts out, like, nowadays, I'm sure, like, when we get older, it will be a thing, but, like, most people don't start out and be like, I'm going to be an MMA fighter, they're like, I'm going to be a kickboxer, I'm going to wrestle, or I'm going to do this, and they have to learn how to do the other things, and so that's why, like, he's still pretty young in his MMA career, and that could, that's like a setback, but, I mean, this is where you start, like, proving if you're really the guy who's going to keep progressing after the setback or if you're just going to be this mid-tier fighter. And I think he's going to get it done. Yeah, I definitely think that will be a thing in the future of yeah. kids taking up MMA when they're younger right. because the sport has just exploded. Yeah. And that's just going to show. I mean, now you can even see it now. Now versus 10 to 15 years ago, right. the athletes in the UFC. Yeah. There's athletes from others who played other sports that come in and mix martial arts. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. And... You know, that's the kind of stuff I love, just watching, you know, UFC go up on a rocket ship. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to say I'm definitely picking Kyler Phillips. Yeah. By, and, I think by finish, too. Yeah, like I, th- I think he's finishing him. I think... Um, like second round finish is what I'm calling. Okay. But uh, Rojo has... I watched him. He, he's capable on the ground, too. And I think Dana doesn't want this to go to the ground because, like, they're both kind of exciting strikers. Right. But, but he has a few submissions, so like, I think Rojo's best bet would to get it to, would be to get it to the ground. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Right, and I think Kyler, I'm sure, knows that's yeah. Rojo's only chance. So he's been training takedown right. defense, and yeah. um, he knows his striking can just outclass him. But yeah. you know, it's a UFC; anything can happen. Right. It it all it takes is one punch. It's not like you know some yeah. certain sports when you know Bama is gonna beat whatever tune tune up yeah. game they have and. Yeah, like you said, though, this, this, I mean, uh, you probably don't know these fighters, but, like, if you want to watch some cool highlights, look them up, because they're, they're both exciting. Yeah, and like, I, def- should be exciting I definitely think those uh, beginning two, Bobby Green, yeah. uh, Nazareth, and Kyler, and Marcelo, are going to be good fights. Yeah, there's a reason they're on the main card, even though they're unranked. It's right. They think it's, they're a ranked card, they're ranked fights that are on the prelims of this, uh, of this card. But the reason these guys are in the main card is because they think it's going to be exciting. Right. That's the only reason they put an unranked fight. Exactly. In the main, in the yeah. Main card. That's a good point. So I guess we're going to move on to, you know, pretty exciting fight, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is where it starts to get really crazy. It's a middleweight bout between Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. Cannonier is negative 170. Brunson is plus 150. Will, what do you think about this? Dude, I am. I'm pumped for this fight because like this is really the future of like the middleweight division after because once if Adesanya beats Bobby Knuckles Robert Whitaker which yeah. we're gonna get to because that's also on this card, right um this fight decides who's next and like I just I just really want someone to I want some I, I, don't, I don't really care who it is that much I'd like Brunson to win that's who I kind of like more but I wouldn't ma- mind if Kanye won I just want someone to put on a really good performance and make me think, oh, maybe that guy can like challenge. He can line up for the yeah. next. Did yeah. you see what Brunson said today? No, because he, that he's that this is this he, is like it for him. Yeah, right? he said one or two more, then yeah. that's it. Like, hey, bud, you might win this and then yeah. potentially get a title shot. Yeah, that's not really something you want to say. Right. Like Dana and you know and Co. Are you really going to take that into consideration? Yeah, but if he beats Cannoneer, like, you got to give it to Brunson. I feel like, you got to yeah. give him a title shot. And I think maybe can convince him if if he beats Adesanya somehow, which he won't. Or, or Whitaker. But, yeah. I mean, but, we're talking about this like Adesanya's already won. We will get into that later. Yeah. But I, I just want to say, craziest thing, I know it's brought up a lot. I've seen Cannoneer fight in the past two years, you know, when he's yeah. become really popular. But the fact that he used to be a heavyweight I know. still blows my <laughs> mind. Great. He's fought at heavyweight and light heavyweight against uh, really good guys like Glover Teixeira. I think he fought him too. And it's like, you look at him too because I was like looking up highlights. You see this big fat guy. Right. Like, oh, this might be the wrong video. I guess yeah. And then it's like, Jerry Cannonier with the, with the win. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like, so for people who don't know, I don't believe he fought at the weight limit. But the weight limit 
in heavyweights, 265. Yeah. I don't think he was ever up there. I imagine he was around 240 to 250. But now he fights. He weighs in at 185. He's a big 185. Dude. So what he did was like, he, when he was at heavyweight, you, he looked fat. He looked like kind of like yeah. out of shape. I mean, obviously he was in shape. He was a UFC fighter, but like he had a bunch of weight on him. Right. And a bunch of fat. And so what he did was, he just lost a bunch of weight. And now he's like, like a fucking specimen. Yeah, like, dude. He, he is, is shredded. Ripped. He's jacked. He's super tall. Like, if you saw him, he's a scary-looking dude. Oh, yeah. He's a scary-looking dude. So that's why, like, His a lot nickname, of people like him. His nickname, The Killer Gorilla. Yeah. He's actually, like, every time I watch highlights, I'm like, he's so shredded. Yeah. Oh, he's so big. And, and like, he'll he'll flex after he wins. Yeah. And, oh, my God. But but I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of think he's overrated. Like, I really? Don't, I'm not. I don't really get the height. Like, he's... He's top three. I think three the power. Right yeah, I Powers. think it's just power and the striking, but he's top three right now, and he doesn't have a single win over a guy in the top five. And okay. Like, and, like, he has one win over Gaslam, who's 10 now, but that was when Gaslam started, like, going way down. Right. And, like, he also beat um, somebody else in the top 10. I don't know off the top of my head. Hermanson? Is Hermanson yeah, in the Herm- 10? Hermanson. Was that like when Hermanson was in the top 10? I don't believe he I is don't now. I don't believe it was, but but he is now, so like that's a pretty solid win, but other than that, like... I thought I, Hermanson was like 11. Yeah, Hermanson is like 7 now. Oh, okay. Because him and Strickland just like switched places, but I mean, he beat like Anderson Silva, but like a washed and like very like still hurt kind of Anderson yeah. Silva. Yeah. Like, just kicked his leg out. When so, people like, start comparing like... I get it, it's Anderson Silva, but you nah, really have was, to take consider into consideration who he is. Like, clobbered him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Uriah Hall clobbered him. Like, Uriah Hall is just not really right out. So, like, I don't know. I don't think I'd like. I would like. Like I said, I would really like Canier to like show me something to make me think. Oh, maybe this guy can do it because this is the guy that I know Adesanya wants to win this fight because this is the one guy in the top five and like, yeah, in the top five. Um, that Adesanya hasn't already fought. Right. And hasn't already beaten. So, like, I know probably Dano probably wants him to win this fight. But I'm rocking with Blonde Brunson. Same. So am I. I'm rocking with Blonde Brunson. Ever since Derek Brunson lost to Adesanya in that title fight, he dyed his hair blonde, and he hasn't lost since. And I, I believe in the magic of Blonde Brunson. Right. It's the new mythical fighter, yeah. Blonde Brunson. Yeah. You know, eventually we got to pick our own here. We, we're three for three on the same pick so far. Okay. but I'm, I'm, I'm going with Brunson. Uh, I'm going. I mean, I am going with Brunson too. <laughs> I definitely think uh, Cannonier though. His that the fact that he used to be a heavyweight that weight yeah. does help with takedown defense uh, because I think that will be part of Brunson's games. Right. Also, like that sheer power, that sheer right. power that comes if, from being a heavyweight. If Cannonier's gonna win. I think it's gonna be by a finish, by yeah. like a knockout or a TKO. But I think, I, th- I think Brunson like him saying also that he only wants one more or two more after this. It's him thinking. That he's gonna win this and get a title shot and then win that and like yeah and then retire like this this is really it yeah like, so like I think he's really putting everything he's got into it and Derek Brunson's just fucking hilarious too so you like, could I say that him. you could also say he's one foot out the door already yeah you could uh, you say yeah. he's already thinking about retirement and right but so was so was like Michael Bisping before he like won his title yeah right? so like. I don't know. They lost my boy GSP. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I, yeah. I just so I just have. I definitely think if Cannonier wins, it's gonna be from like Brunson rushing in, really being yeah. chinny, uh, putting his face out there, and then just one of those power shots catching him. Yeah. Um. But the other thing I'll say about Brunson is like Darren Till is not. It's kind of falling off a little bit, but he's a pretty good striker. Oh yeah. And like Brunson took care of business with that, and I think he's just pretty good at like. Figuring out strikers that are kind of conventional kickboxers, kind of like Canyon and and Till are. So like, I don't know. I, I I think he's gonna I think he's gonna find a way to get him down and and just do the job. He's been in the game so long. He's another strike force guy. Like he's got the experience. Everybody he's faced a guy like uh, Canyon before. Oh yeah. Sometime in his it's career. not like a new guy he's never seen yeah. before. And yeah. I definitely think after that loss to Adesanya and he's been on this fight five fight win streak. Um, I think he's become a lot more technical. Right. He hasn't been as uh, as much bull rush and kind of just going yeah. for it. I yeah. think he's been a lot uh, more of a technical fighter, and obviously that's come with the results the of five way, wins. The way also, the last thing I'll say about it, the way he destroyed Edmund Shabazian. Oh, that yeah. That guy was supposed to be like a really good prospect who was like training with like Ronda Rousey in her prime, mm-hmm. um, who was like the best female fighter in the world at that time. And he was supposed to be a guy coming up that was really supposed to be 
like the next thing. And Brunson made him look like he just came off the street from like working a day job. Like, he made him look so bad. Yeah. So, like that's. I think Brunson's really just on just on his way, man. Same thing with uh, uh, Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland was on a tear. Right. He had like the best. I think it was twenty nineteen or no, the best like twenty twenty of like any fighter in the world in terms of like his wins and how he was on. Uh, and Terry was on, and Brunson just did, took care of business. Another good striker. That's yeah. I mean, so I, I guess we're both officially going with Brunson. Yeah. Um, we can move on to another extremely oh exciting fight. Yeah. Another fight that hopefully we can say is going to end with a knockout. I definitely sure. think the chances are really high. For sure. However. A lot of people said that for Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou, and it was a very boring fight. And, you know, I don't think that's the case. I hope it's not the case. I really think both these guys will deliver. They're known for delivering. They're, they're fan pleasers. Um, Derek Lewis is negative 180. Ty Tuovasa is plus 155. Yeah. I think Derek Lewis is going to show them there's levels to this game. We're just going. We just have the same brain. I, I just think I really, I really think Derek Lewis is going to show him there's levels to this game. Um, when Ty Tuivasa fought Greg Hardy, he did get rocked, and I think Derek Lewis punches way fucking harder yeah. than Greg <laughs> yeah, Hardy. You know, and I think one thing that does concern me about Derek Lewis and picking Derek Lewis, him fighting in Houston, Houston. that's a problem. Um, for those who don't know, he fought Ciro Gane in Houston. Um, I believe it was back in August for yeah. the interim mm-hmm. title title belt to uh, fight Francis. Lost, and he talked about, hey, I didn't like how the media was all on me. You're the hometown hero. Kind of the whole pressure's on you, especially for that fight because it was the main event yeah. of the main card. Yeah. At, like the big shebang, you know? Like Luckily, this one's only the co-main, but I think that that still factors into it. He wants to be... A, a pleaser to his hometown yeah. and the pressure might be a little too much, which is uh worried. But after that um, fight against Ciro Gan, he knocked out Chris Dawkins, which was a pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think he's going to, I really think he's going to show him there's levels to this and Derek Lewis being ranked three and uh, tied to Vasa being 11th. That's a very big jump. Yeah. I understand, you know, the UFC or the heavyweight division is not as interesting as it used to be. And maybe they're trying to show that new blood of Tai Tuivasa because the people love him. I love him. Oh, yeah. I love him. Like, I'm not going to sit here and shit on Tai Tuivasa. I saw him fight in Chicago in person, and it was an awesome experience. Um, I just think both these guys are so lovable. And it's just one of those fights where you're like, fuck, I don't know who I want to win. But I think this person's gonna win, and I hope there's a knockout. Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, like, it's kind of crazy that Ty Tuivas is getting to fight the number like a top five guy after like not being ranked before his last fight. Right. And then like Augusto Sakai, the guy who just beat, he's no slouch or anything, but he was also on like a losing streak a little bit, uh-huh. and um, he took it, he made it look really easy. So like, I think it's gonna be a good fight. When you say when we say like there's levels to this game, I don't think Derek Lewis is gonna go in there and like make. Tuivasa looked terrible, but I mean, he could. I don't know. It's heavyweight, but mm-hmm. like, I agree. I don't think Tai Tuivasa is quite at that level yet. I right. would love to have him have like one more fight before, like a Volkov or something. I or definitely something. agree. Yeah, before he gets to fight, like, because Derek Lewis, like, if you look at like his title challenges, you would think, oh, this guy's just like not really that good. He's kind of like a mid tier fighter. Like, no, he's not. He's just not good at like getting over the hump and beating the champion. Exactly. Ciro is just like a guy. Ciro Gane may look really bad, but Ciro Gane's just like a guy, like a specimen. He's just like Ngannou. Like you don't see. He's so light on his feet. You don't really see guys like that. So like, I yeah, I think Derek Lewis is just better, and like he's gonna win. But the Houston thing, I didn't get that either. It was on the countdown show because he was like. Um, him and his coaches were like, Derek was really crumpling under the pressure of being in Houston and uh-huh. like the media. He didn't like how everybody was asking for tickets and stuff and how he needed to perform and he was the main event. And then he's like, right after that on the countdown show, they said, so he wanted to go back there and try again. I'm like, uh, like that doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. Like, I don't know. So like, we'll see. I get it is a bit of a redemption, but. Yeah. Luckily, he's not the main event on this fight, on this, on yeah. this you know, card. And luckily, there's no, there's also no belt on the line, which also takes a little bit of pressure away. Oh yeah. But I think Derek Lewis by, by knockout. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely there's think... Going to be, there's going to be... I would be utterly shocked. Me too. They would have to show that they have, like, the best chins in the world. And I'll, be, I'll be really disappointed because I'm sure it'll be Saturday night and we're hyping... We're telling everybody, like, yeah. hey, these big boys are going to throw yeah. down. And, you know, there's likely going to be a knockout. And if there isn't, they're going to be disappointed. I, but there were so many reasons for why the Francis and Ganu yeah. fight happened, like... Lewis was hurt and Ganu was like off gunshot yeah. after losing his title challenge. Like this isn't Tui Basa is going. There's no reason for him except for the fact that he's fighting a guy that's way better than him. There's no reason for him to be gun shy or not lay it out. If yeah. he does, Derek Lewis is going to take that energy and try to put it back on him and knock him out. I think, I really think Derek Lewis is going to wait and wait, and he's just going to. Oh, like unload when he sees yeah. an opening. Like I think Derek Lewis is going to start the fight really patient, mm-hmm. really waiting for that opening. You know, Ty Tuvasa, the younger, a little less experienced fighter, is right. going to show openings, and I yeah. think he'll just wait, wait, and then boom, yeah. and then really unload. I think so too. I, it's a good point that you said about the Greg Hardy like stunning Tuvasa because Greg Hardy, in my opinion, is kind of just like meh. Like he, yeah. gets, he gets a lot of chances because he's a former NFL player. But like Piece he's not that too. yeah he's not that he's not a good guy but like he doesn't he's not actually I don't think he's that good of a fighter so right I think, I think he can stun Tui he does right Greg now. Hardy does have power and that's kind of yeah. like what was exciting for him like right. he, he'd have that first round let me just bull rush you yeah, and like yeah, swing yeah. like a fucking madman right uh, but uh yeah like I really think like I said he's gonna wait for an opening and he's gonna unload yeah. I could see him even losing the first round yeah just like kind of feeling him out stalking yeah. him. And letting Ty Tuvas do the work, and then the second round. It's crazy the turnaround these guys have both had. Because, yeah. Because uh, Tui Basa fought in December, and Derek Lewis fought, like, right after that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, let me, um, let me look here. Like, a couple weeks after that, or the week after that, I'm pretty sure, right before the Christmas break, he was he was headlining that. Um, so, like, the turnaround these guys are both going on is, like, Pretty wild, right? Yeah, he because it was Derek a week was after also in December, so it's like I wonder how that'll. I don't think that'll impact it that much, but the other thing is, it's a three round fight, right? That really helps Derek Lewis because he sucks in five rounders. Yeah, so like I don't know. I mean, Ty Tuivasa also has like a bad gas tank, but like still, I'm, I'm so excited for this fight. Now that you, when you're talking, I was just thinking about it. Like, yeah, this, this is gonna be like insane. This is gonna be fireworks. I this really crazy. I really hope it doesn't, you know, be a big letdown. Nah, I'm saying right here, it's like not going to be like, like okay, not like on wood and all, but like <laughs> I'm telling the the hurt locker listeners, like this is the fight. I'm putting my whole. My my whole resume, everything you think about me, it's all on the line here. This is going to be a crazy fight. His street cred, put the money down. His street cred <laughs> yeah. is on the line here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also don't think Ty Tuvas has been hit with the power of someone like Derek Lewis. That's true. People forget the dude, the Black Beast. Man, he is insane, insane power. When he knocked out Curtis Blades, oh folded him. He's folded the mo- him. He's the most knockouts in UFC history. Yeah. And like that, you have to be an animal to do right. that. Right. Because. That's just like the the game has been not been along around that long, but like the fact that you're still in your prime and you have the most knockouts in UFC history, and you're not a champion either, so you have like less rounds to do it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, he's such an animal. Yeah, he's the he's the black beast, man. Yeah. So again, we're we're picking uh, the, <laughs> the same, same one. Guy. We might be different on the next one. I think we will be. Uh, we're moving on. I'm picking Whitaker. <laughs> oh, I'm picking Whitaker, oh, baby. Man. Adesanya, 280. Whitaker, plus 225. I don't like Adesanya for a lot of reasons. Uh, but Adesanya... Um, He's got the painted nails, though, this time. Dude, <laughs> that is just not for me. Uh, let me let me put it that way. It's just not for me. I also just don't really like his whole persona. He's very cringy, kind of full of himself. <laughs> himself, uh, his mannerisms to me are annoying. I just don't like him. I think he's kind of phony and whatever. Like I get it. He's building up a brand. He does stuff to make certain things controversial. He tries to walk around swagger. Yeah. But the fact that he's like he's trying to make beef. With Bobby Knuckles, yeah, you can't do yeah, that. Like that. one of the nicest guys yeah. in the in UFC, he's not the nicest. Like Wonder Boy Thompson yeah, is, right. like, but he's like pretty close. Right, he's right? up there. He's, he's definitely so, up there. He's a nice, lovable guy. Let me ask you this: How do you? I mean, it's so easy to just pick out Asanya. Should we set the stage of like what this fight is, though? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. The backstory, like 
for for those who don't know, Robert Whitaker was the champion for like a year or two. A beast. Uh, yeah, he was really good. He beat Romero twice yeah. in two wars. Um, he was he won the interim belt and then he got it because um, GSP gave up the belt because he retired. So then Whitaker got promoted to the real champion. He had two wars with uh, Romero. Proved that he's the best in the division. He was like. Really good, and then this Adesanya kid comes out of nowhere—not out of nowhere. He was the next. He was supposed He's to be like the next big star. kickboxing, yeah, big kickboxing prospect. Um, the next star. They were promoting him like he was the next star, um, and they go into Marvel Arena. This was 2019, I believe. They go into Marvel Arena, and uh, which was the it was in Australia. Marvel Arena was like the biggest. I think it was like the biggest UFC event. Yeah, it like was the huge. Biggest sellout in the the company's history. Um, because of how Zealand, large the stadium yeah, was. New Zealand, uh, uh, Israel Adesanya is from New Zealand. Robert Whitaker is from Australia. So this was like a cultural event. Right, very for, close to for, each for, other. For down under, and Israel Adesanya comes in after winning the interim belt. Comes in champ versus champ and knocks him out in the second round. Knocked him out. Twice in that yeah. fight because yeah. at the end of the first round yeah. dropped him, you know, almost finished it, yeah. and then you know put it away the second yeah. round. And from there, it's been history. Adesanya's gone on to be like the the like biggest, one of the biggest stars in the UFC. He has one loss in his whole career. It was to Jam. the light heavyweight champion. He tried to go up and become a double champ, couldn't get it done. Um, Which but, props to him. Yeah. Um, I do want to quote you. Me and Noah talk about this a lot. <sighs> You said there's no way Adesanya loses well, to Jan. I also, I think Adesanya should have won that fight if he didn't come in. He weighed yeah. 190 pounds. He came into the fight weighing 190 pounds. I still think Jan would have been able to wrestle fuck yeah. him, but... I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was not... I definitely don't I think it helped. Young, I was a young fan at the time. I was a little younger. Of a fan. <laughs> I've grown a lot since then. Um... <laughs> Because when I started watching the UFC, like, Adesanya was, like, the biggest star. So I was right. like, oh, this guy must be, like, a god. Yeah. It's like, no. It's, yeah. it's just... But, um... You, yeah. uh, maybe you didn't understand the, how big of a jump that was yeah, to I light heavyweight. Yeah, I didn't really understand it, too. Plus, like, I don't think there's ever been a time besides um, uh, when TJ Dillashaw did it, but there's never been a time where a, a champ has gone on to try to be double champ and didn't get it done. So, like, mm. because of that history, I was like, oh, this is just a thing that, like... When they do it, and everybody's promoting like it was gonna happen, like they were, he's gonna get it done. So like, yeah. But outside of that, then after that, Adesanya goes on to be the biggest star, defends his uh, belt three more times, and Whitaker goes, it's such, he's such a great guy. He yeah. goes, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna fight my way back up into this position. He yeah. He, he, like he, he took some time off too. He said, I'm burnt yeah. out. He said, yeah. I'm burnt out from the game. I need my mental health to be back in a place yeah. where like I'm ready. And then he, you're right. He came back. He had. He beat three, uh, three beasts. He beat Gaslam is uh, most recent in April. Then he beat Cannoneer and Darren Till. I mean, yeah. very impressive and wins. Till had a higher stock at that time. Right. Till has gone down tremendously since that fight. But at the time, Till was known as like a prospect. He was a former title challenger at the weight class below. This was supposed to be his new weight class. Right, really which well. is like tough for Whitaker. Yeah. To, or t- tough for Till. For yeah. his like coming up fight, he's like yeah. Whitaker off a loss yeah. to Adesanya. Yeah. Like that's a yeah. that's a tough matchup for him. Yeah. So like yeah, he fights his way back up and and here we go. These guys are clearly the two best in the division. Yeah, no doubt. They're proving it like, and Whitaker said he's made changes and he has looked like so much better. Like nobody's even in the Romero fights. He got knocked down a few times. Like in these fights that he's 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 had since the Adesanya loss, like nobody's even like touched him. Like, yeah. He's been, so good, so clean, um, and yeah, this like I'm excited. Yeah, these are definitely the best guys. I think um, Whitaker obviously has grown a lot more than Adesanya has I since would, I since their first fight. I would agree um, however, I don't know how much that's saying because of how like that. I definitely he did grow more, but the fact how like Adesanya dominated was yeah. insane. Um, I think. Like I touched on this, he's in a lot better place mentally. Back to the pressure thing. 
it's not his home country. Yeah, I think that's a big effect. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, that was, they, they talked about that a lot on the promos for this, how they keep playing Adesanya's, like, voice take when he goes, like, all the pressure's on Whitaker. Like, he's a nice guy. He doesn't want to let his fans down. He doesn't want to let, like, yeah. his family's here. Like, no, he's never fought in Australia like this before. Right. I got nothing to lose. And I think that did get to Whitaker. I think Adesanya's mental game also got to Whitaker. Kind of yeah. Like, it's kind of like a Dustin. And Warrior. I think Whitaker agreed to that. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, definitely." Yeah. Uh, but now watching Whitaker in interviews and everything, oh, yeah. I think he's in a way better place. I don't think Adesanya's getting into him at all. Really, I don't think so either. Um, I think Adis. It's like Whitaker's. I think being the guy with nothing to lose, it's like so- hungry dog runs faster. They talk about that all the time right. on Barstool. I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. That's a definitely a huge Jared thing. With a classic, another classic zinger of a line. Just like the, <laughs> it's, it's hard to like get up in silk pajamas or whatever. That's you right. Well, that's, all these are mine. All these, all these zingers that like, Garrett comes up for UFC. Yeah, I know. But. Um, another thing I think people talk about with the Adesanya and how he, I mean, he's talked about it. Jan created the blueprint. Mm-hmm. I do think that is the way to beat him. However, I don't think it's as easy as people think yeah. mm-hmm. at all. Right. Because we saw Vittori try to take him down. Um, I believe he did it successfully, but Adesanya once. got up. Yeah. He, either, he survived the round, he got up. Um, I think that's a big thing. Like, Vittori's, you know, a stocky little fucker, yeah. s- stocky little oar, you know. He's bigger than Whitaker, I think. I'm, I don't know, I could be wrong. I think he is. I, I think he is. When, I, they, when he fought Paulo Costa and they had to re- change the weight to 205, they, they, looked, they looked huge. huge they looked like monsters. Looked so that was big. a good-ass fight, too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely think, like, Whitaker can do it, though. I, I think, think he so can too. do it. Um, he, he wrestled Calvin, you know, Calvin Gastelum, who's known for yeah. being a wrestler. Yeah. Um, I really think... It'll be tough. I don't think it'll be like, oh, Whitaker's going to go in there and he's going to, you know, pin him down and everything. I do think this will be a different fight. I do think that'll be a part of the game plan. I don't know if there will be a knockout. I think it'll be, for Whitaker, I think it'll be like a later takedown. Like, I don't think... Right, he's he's not shooting. I don't think he's going to shoot right away either. Because Israel decided, part of the reason I said the stuff about Jan back in the the day when I was just, when I said my terrible take... (laughs) Um... Adesanya's, like, takedown defense was, like, golden. Like, I don't know if he'd even been taken down in the UFC uh-huh. at that point. And he's so good at takedown defense that, like, it's hard to believe that someone can get him down. Um, and, like, if anybody's going to do it, though, it's going to be Robert Whitaker. Yeah, that's the guy definitely. That's do it. I don't know. I, just, I still don't think he's going to do it, though. Like, I think, I think Adesanya knows he's a better striker and knows that, the amount of time they've had, though Whitaker's gotten a lot better. Like Adesanya was like a came from a, a kickboxing pedigree, was a world class kickboxer. Whitaker's not going to be a better striker than him. I think that's what he's thinking. Uh-huh. I think I kind of believe it too. So I know that Adesanya has just been training takedown defense, right. and ground game, and he stuff. he thinks he can you know yeah. still class him. That fight, I believe it was against yeah, it was Darren Till because I was in uh, yeah. Wyoming watching it, but. Dude, it was like a chess match. Yeah. Of like so high good. like like head kicks, like mm-hmm. moving back and forth. Right. And I think Whitaker's obviously gonna have to be a lot more technical. Yeah. He can't bull rush, bull rush him like him. like he did last time. So that's why I'm a little worried it might be not as exciting yeah. because uh Adesanya's, you know, he's kind of a he's counter kind of he's yeah. counter striker and he's gonna be waiting on that. And so I do think there will be a mix of wrestling and a mix of that, but I hope this is my hope because I don't want to, you know, nobody wants to watch a boring fight. Right. I hope Whitaker fights him with technical strikes. Yeah. Like, and I hope it's like that sort of fight where instead of him, you know, rushing in and getting exposed, I hope he's still throwing stuff and like, like he kind of did against Till, like being a technical striker. And I, that's what he's got to do in yeah. my opinion. The thing is, if you're like new to the UFC, like maybe if this is going to be like the first card you watch, or you've only watched it like a couple times. I don't think this is going to be a fight that's going to make you want to like really yeah. keep watching more. That that being said, Adesanya is known for doing that, for being a guy that you want to watch because he's so exciting. Uh-huh. Conor McGregor tweeted today, like, he's so exciting, he's so fun to watch, I can't wait to watch him fight. Another thing I wanted to add, we've been talking about pressure. Adesanya just, just signed today a new like oh, yeah. fight contract. 
And he's like now the like. I think he said second highest. He said he believes he's the second highest paid. I believe. I'm I'm sure he's saying behind Connor. It's definitely behind Connor because he can't pay anybody more than Connor right right now. So I think he's the second highest paid guy, and he just signed it, and that's a lot of pressure to go out and prove why you're the second highest paid guy. Because if you go out there and drop a dud, Uh like. I mean, people are going to be mad. The UFC is going to be mad. Like, yeah. We just paid you all this money, and you just had this boring-ass fight. Right. But That's what I'm a little worried about. I am yeah, a little worried about a, a, of a semi-boring fight. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the one with Vittori was too interesting. I didn't, I didn't think it was that um, Obviously, the infamous Yoel Romero. That was terrible. That was terrible. So After terrible. a stellar performance by Ioana and Jang Weili. I would just like... I just want I just want Adesanya to go in... I think Adesanya's going to win. I, I haven't given my take. I think Adesanya's going to win. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to be by finish. I think it's going to be by decision. But I want Adesanya to go in with that mindset that he had against Paulo Costa because Paulo Costa was supposed to be a guy that was going to actually beat him. Like, people, yeah. I know you did, and I wasn't yeah. faulting you for that. A lot of people believed that Paulo Costa was going to, could beat Israel Adesanya. Yeah, I definitely and Adesanya, did. Made it look so easy and just pieced him up and was technical, but also was really hurting him and making it a really exciting fight. And I would like that, like, I want that to happen. I want it to be a technical fight because I want Whitaker to be technical. It really pisses me off when I watch the first fight and he just bull rushes in. Yeah. And throws a lot of looping punches that you know are not going to win you the fight. And I don't think he's going to do it again. But I want it to be technical striking. I think this is going to be like, I think it's going to be like the uh, Moreno Figueredo fight where it's going to be like, they're going to be spurts of excitement i don't think it's gonna have we're gonna have like three straight minutes of like we're all on the edge of our seat like holy shit this is crazy they're going after it i think it's just gonna be like spurts of wow he clipped him holy shit he knocked yeah. him down oh my gosh he's gonna take him down like stuff like it that. won't be like moreno figgy i'm just thinking of a recent fight that was like that where yeah. it's like boom 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 right it'll right. be i think i definitely think it will be like that yeah. and you know not to say adesani has boring title fights i'm not saying that yeah. i'm just saying there are a few in the mix that yeah. are per- like romero uh, everybody talks about yeah. it sucked vittori was not too loud i, I but, just didn't but, like it that much. and then he still had he still had that uh performance against costa um yeah. he also even the the blahovich one not to his fault that one was really good yeah. too, because Jan just laid on him like right. a wet blanket for the whole time. And I mean, that's just what he had to do it's to kinda, win. It's kind of bad when you look, but the Gaslam fight was the Gaslam was, was really, really good. Yeah, obviously Whitaker. So I'm saying, like, out of his five title fights, three of them have been good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, mean like, basically under one, two, three of them have been. So if you include the interim title fight, right, six title fights, three of them have been really good, and three of them have been like. Yeah. Yeah. So like we'll see what that's we get. What, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But his last good one was with Whitaker. But I yeah. think it's because he was bull rushing and Adesanya. Yeah. We'll you know. We'll so see. we'll see. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think if you're a UFC fan and you like care about, oh what yeah, happens, it's gonna be right. You're gonna be excited because it's gonna like you know, us watching it. I think we're like we know the implications like and everything like right. that. I want Whitaker too, just to shake up the division. I, I don't want. want I don't yeah. want Adesanya doing laps around the division or anything yeah. like that. But I just think. You know, when we watch it with other people Saturday right. night, I hope their expectations aren't a McGregor Poirier fight or yeah. something like that, or even Colby yeah. Usman. Yeah. You know, like that was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, but it I still, be. it, it could, could be. be. I don't think it will be. Colby, I think it'll Colby, be a good fight. I don't think it'll be a great fight. Colby Usman though is actually a good comparison of guys who are like so evenly matched that they could it could be a boring fight, but it always ends up being exciting. Yeah, so we'll see. The other thing, um, what was I? What was I gonna add? Oh. I love Robert Worker, by the way. I know I'm saying I think he's gonna lose, uh-huh. but he's like probably like top three, top five like favorite fighters. Yeah, like, Bobby I Knuckles. Really, I really want Robert Worker to win. He's one of the few guys that I really wanted to go back and like watch his earlier fights to like learn about him because I actually liked him so much. So like I really want him to win. I just don't think it's gonna happen. I'm also like, I don't know. I've been known in the past to like put Adesanya on like this pedestal that he's not actually at. I've infamously said there's no chance he's going to lose to Jan. I infamously said, when I was a young fan, like I think a month into like starting to pay attention, I infamously said I think he could beat John Jones. Yeah. Obviously, that's like stupid, and that would never happen. But, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's kind of my track record with Adesanya. But I also just like think he's going to win. Yeah. I Hopefully mean, I'm wrong again, though. I hope you're wrong, because I love Whitaker, and I want to see the division change. 
nobody likes it when the uh, champs yeah. lap in the division. Kind of like Usman, he's in a similar situation. Yeah. Uh, it would be bad because he says he's going to lap him too. Like he has to now pause a little bit before he can go up. And like Glover Teixeira, I think is also like a terrible matchup for him too. Yeah. So like he knows he has to wait a little bit, and I just know he's praying. That Cannoneer wins this fight. That's why I said yeah. he's praying that he wins the fight, so it's a different guy. I also think, um, just to touch on light heavyweight, that is more of an interesting division now yeah. than it was when he oh, moved yeah. up to fight Jan because the, we're going to have that Glover Jerry fight, and then we're going to have Jan fight, and if he wins that, he's you know he's going to get the rematch. Yeah. So I think there, there's a little too much time for Adesanya to maybe hold out. I mean, yeah. he could. I'd love to, I'd love to see Jerry win in like Adesanya versus Jerry because they're such good strikers and they're both, right. like, that's what they're known for. That'd be a really fun fight. But I think if he did wait and he held out for the Glover Jerry fight and then the fight for the light heavyweight yeah. belt, it would be, you know, well, November, December till we, hope, till we saw Adesanya fight hopefully, again. Hopefully Dana and the USC can like give enough money to like Usman and Adesanya. Well, they just gave it to Adesanya, but hopefully they can give Usman enough money to like be like, hey, we know you guys are friends and they yeah. are friends. Um, they're like three of, they're two of the three like African champions, but like maybe they can give enough money to Usman because it's two divisions that have already been lapped. Right. Finally get Usman to just That would be up. awesome. Their manager, um, Ali Abdelaziz. Like, yeah, don't even try. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough. Abdelaziz, I think his name, <laughs> said that like it's time for Usman to fight Adesanya. That's and, interesting. Like, so I that would be cool. With and, with that though, you know Usman's got to beat Leon. There's gonna be yeah, hype. that's my boy. <laughs> There's gonna be hype for Kamzat to eventually get the yeah, title that's shot. That's true. If that's he true. if he beats Gilbert Burns, um, April ninth is. Shaping up to be a great card. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't think about it. Yeah, Adesanya's division is definitely in a worse state than welterweight. Yeah. Welterweight's always exciting. It's always yeah. sad, guys. Oh, yeah. I definitely think welterweight's yeah. the more exciting division. Yeah. Um, that other... What's his name? The the guy from Kazakhstan. I'm sure... I, Kazakhstan. Uh, I'm sure I can't say his I name either. Know. But he's the one who wears the fur hat. He's going to be a problem, too. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. He is going to be a problem, too, and... If he fights comes out, it won't be for a couple of years because those yeah, are the two up and coming guys, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. UFC will build them up and everything. Yeah. But no, that that division is still kind of has some excitement. Yeah, this for one, sure. I want Whitaker to win, not only because he's like one of my favorite fighters, but like, who, who doesn't like a trilogy? You know, like, right? Trilogies are awesome. I, that would be awesome. I definitely think if Whitaker got it done, um, they would get the rematch, which. Like you said, everybody... It's just so interesting, though, because, like, if you're in Dana's shoes, like, who do you want to win? Because you just paid Adesanya so much money, but also, like, you'd have nothing to do with that division if he... If he I wins. I think he wants Whitaker to win. Yeah. Because, like, you're going to pay Adesanya because he's going to be star to come. It's not yeah. just, like, he loses this, he's done, or anything like right. that. Um, I think he wants Whitaker because the trilogy makes more money right. than him fighting Cannoneer or Brunson. Yeah. Um, potentially. Adesanya making a bunch of money too also like hurts. I mean, we don't need to get into all of this because obviously we're trying to wrap up soon. Mm -hmm. But um, the Francis Ngannou like money problem, the money, like the contract issue, like a lot of people had talked about how like Francis Ngannou would really change the, the shape of like UFC contracts if Adesanya and Usman, the three African champions, I did see that. joined him and were like, hey, we, we all need to get paid more. But since Adesanya just got paid, and, like, Usman, I think, also makes a decent amount of money. Yeah. I mean, that kind of, like, hurts him a little bit. But yeah. also, Ngannou was so cool, and what he did was so awesome. And the fact that he won, and he's, like, re he, he, I think he really can change fighter pay a little bit. I, I, I do think so. Um, but I also feel like Dane is just the type of guy to be, like, go. I'm going to find someone else. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in the UFC who don't complain about money. Yeah. And that obviously... champions. Yeah, that's and the problem. obviously... You're going to hear more about when people, you know, talk about how they need to get paid more. But there are a lot of champions who don't talk about pay, get their money, keep their mouth shut, promote the fight, do yeah. this and that. Um, and so I definitely think, like, yeah. it is – I do think fighter pay needs to change. I do think for what they're doing, they need to get paid yeah. more. I think it's really difficult, yeah. though. The, the other issue with the Ngano thing is, though, it's like he's come out now and it's, it's not really fully about money. Obviously, I mean, the fact that he was – his last contract and he was they made him fight on this – Right, they didn't make it, but they were trying to renegotiate. But the fact that like he's a heavyweight champion of the world, uh -huh. which is the most 
story division in MMA when it comes to boxing, the story division in sports, fighting for six hundred thousand dollars is like crazy. Right. Like if you're the heavyweight champion of the world, you need to be making at least a million. Yeah. Or probably you need to be making like ten mil. But that but the fact that he's saying now that like I don't like how I'm supposed to be a private contractor that can't do other things, like that's where it's like it's so crazy because if I'm the UFC like you're out of your fucking mind if you think I'm going to go let you box. Right. Hurt your star power and also potentially get seriously hurt. Right. Then then I'm screwed. But then if I'm also, I'm also, I understand what Francis is saying. I'm supposed to be a private contractor and I really want to box, but I can't do that. I, that's just, that is part of the contract deal, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, obviously, contract's a huge opportunity, but a part of it's you stay in the UFC. Yeah. You can't go fight for Bellator. You can't go box. Yeah. You can't do this. Right. You stay in the UFC. Plus, I don't know why he wants to box. Like, I love Francis. I think he's a great MMA. He's becoming such a good MMA fighter. Yeah. He I mean, his you, wrestling. Exactly. If he fights Tyson Fury, he's getting fucking worse. Yeah. And I, I really clapped. don't think anyone's denying yeah. that. I think maybe he's just going for a big payday. He's going for a big payday. I think he genuinely enjoys it. Like, yeah. he really likes doing it. And I don't blame you for wanting to do something you genuinely enjoy and make a shit ton of money. But, like, I think he's out of his mind thinking he can beat Tyson Fury. And then, like, Deontay Wilder, I think, would be, like, a better matchup. But even then, I think he gets slept. Like, yeah. I don't, those guys are... There's Boxers. a reason they're the best at what they do. It's yeah. like, you don't... If you're the best softball player in the world and you go to play baseball... You're going to struggle. Same thing for, like, baseball. You go play softball. It's going to be a little bit of a, a struggle. If you're playing the best in the world, yeah, you're going to, you're going to struggle, like, yeah. even, though, even though the sports are similar. Right. I definitely agree. Do you have uh, any final points on any of these fights on the card? The Bobby Green, Kyler Phillips, so You just want to say which fight we think will be, like, our, the most exciting. Yeah, yeah. I think sleeper pick, because I don't want to pick Lewis, Ty Tuivasa, because I think that's obviously going to be really exciting. Yeah. I think Cannoneer Brunson will be a good one. Oh, okay. And it, I think that'll be a really competitive one. Let me say yeah. that. I think Kyler Phillips gets a knockout, though. Yeah. Yeah, Kyler Phillips, I think that's going to be a good fight. And then I think, I already put on the line that Tui Basa, Derek Lewis is going to be, like, so yeah. exciting. So, like, I'm going to say that. Um, last thing I'll say before we wrap up, Andre Orlovsky's fighting. He's, like, super yes. old. He's been fighting since before we were born. Yeah. So, like, that's cool. Um, he was catch a him on the prelims. Yeah, catch him on the prelims. He was a USC champion back when we were like, I think in diapers maybe or no, I don't think it was that long ago. I think, I think we were like in elementary school maybe, and he was like a USC champion. He's still fighting at like forty-seven years old. And then also, um, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but it's the women's fighter who's going. Andrage. To, no, it's her final fight. Um, she's on the prelims. Uh. Let me see if I can find Mo- her. Ferry, like Roxy Mo- Oh Ferry my dude, yeah, she's she's so she's like really fun for the sport. Foxy Roxy. Yeah, she's she's like if you look at her record, you'd be like, what the fuck? She sucks because she's twenty five and twenty. But like, no, she's been around. It's her final fight. It's her going away fight. I think she's gonna get clapped because Neil's supposed to be like some yeah coming girl. But like, I hope she wins because it's her go away fight. And I always we want to see someone have their win in their go-away fights. So right. Those are the two things I want to say about the prelims. Yeah, that's good Good final points to add. Yeah. Um, I personally don't have anything else. Will, do you have anything? No, I don't. All right, thank you for coming on. And thanks for having me. Yep, thanks everybody for listening.